Hello, good morning and welcome. I am Jessica Haynes. I read romance, I write romance, and I now also publish romance. And I am joined by the Thelma to my Louise, the lovely... Emma Jackson. Hiya. Do you know I've not watched Thelma and Louise? So I, have I don't even know which one years. that is. There's one with I have no idea who is who. Or maybe, I don't know. No idea. One's one's a lady, the other's a lady, and there's Brad Pitt. That's about it. Yes, that was literally my thought process. Mm. I was like, he's in it somewhere, isn't he? He um, is, yeah. With a yeah. cowboy hat. That works for yes. romance. Um, which I, I do all the romance things too. And yes. we're here to talk about romance books. Lots yes, we lots are. lovely romance books. <gasps> we are, and it's week three already. How has I that know. happened? Yeah. i Time is going. No, it, no, it's not. It's infinite. Time isn't ever going to go. But this time is coming. Oh, that's that's like a a debate to get someone mm-hmm. in on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Calling my me. other half, he would sit yeah. and talk to you for like three hours. Ever, about about that. That yeah. But mm-hmm. me, I'm like, whatever you say. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, just look at Yeah, it's between meal times for me. It's breakfast to lunch to dinner to bed. That's, that's it, and it is. School term time, which is very important. <laughs> yes, yeah, that is a very, very good time. Yeah. But um, so this week it is week three. You might have noticed yeah. we said it about twenty five minutes ago. It seems. Yeah. Um, uh, we are doing uh, curses, possessions, and summonings this yeah. week. I am going to shorten that for the title of this to just like dark magic because I think oh, okay. I might I might have trouble fitting that all in on the thing. Oh, I thought oh, you do. I'll like... see. I don't know. A person, something mm. like take the like would oh, be yeah. Gemma. Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's a discussion we'll have when we're not. We'll recording. do that, yeah. And we shall get into telling you about our dark magic books. We should do. So, do you want to go first? Do you want to go first, sister? Okay, so have you yeah. got one for like each of the different flavors uh, of dark magic? <laughs> I believe I do. Yes, though I kind of I went through many books to find them. Yes, I think yeah. I do. You want you trying to find like specific? See, yeah, I think each. I was a little bit like tricksy when I um, suggested this one because I I kind of knew I you had, had them in mind. I had a couple of books that I was mm. like sitting on my TBR that I was like dying to read and hadn't got round to reading yet. And I was like, oh, well, that one would work quite well. And that would go with that. So the brutal honest, yeah, that, that's kind of, that's only fair because we've just done what I choose, which is basically yeah. if there's a wheelhouse for Jessica, it's there. That's it. So, yeah. See, I would say out of all of our topics for this, like, you know, this trope season, this has kind of been my catnippy one for like, mm-hmm. you know, the the books I want to I read a lot of I think because I had quite a few options but they were just so I've got should we do curse first because mm-hmm. I think cursed is probably like the biggest out of that would you uh, yeah, say there's that always... you could come across a lot of curses in fantasy romance yes there's always a thing to be opened or an item to be found and yeah yeah it, it's, it's like there. curse and prophecy they kind of like they're, they're two two big ones aren't they so um my curse is a river enchanted by rebecca ross Ooh. and um this one it's uh a duology and i've i've only read the first book i have the second book which i'm dying to get into but it does conclude in its story 
and there's kind of a cliffhanger but not I'll get into that a little bit as I go okay I'm um, all good with cliffhangers I never used to be yeah? but now it just gives me more books well, I, feel like, I feel like I have the responsibility when I'm recommending them on the podcast yeah, to be to... like it has a satisfying ending you know especially if it's yeah. not done yet um you know, I don't want to recommend something and it's like <laughs> two books and then in the last one, one of them dies or something. I feel like I would be doing, like, I'm going to get hate mail because you made me read this book and now it's I was like, say, that's terrible. Yeah, we're not Stephen King with the Joffrey thing, are we? We'd never be able to live that down. No, no. Um, right, so there's this island called Cadence, which is, I think it's never explicitly mentioned, but it's off the coast of scotland i don't know what time it's like an elsewhere elsewhen kind of time um yeah it's like like yeah it's like a cool phrase isn't it Mm. um and basically there's two halves there's two like clans on this island you've got the west and the east um and there is a curse that's been placed on them by the the fey the spirits that are there this island is like all very in tune with that but once there was a marriage between the lairds of both of the clans and it did not work out (laughs) and they ended up it ended in blood and so since then they have been cursed to have um the west side it's like a barren land but they can use magic more at will and they tend to use that for enchanting like swords violent objects so they can go and raid in the east side, which has abundance. It's, you know, everything grows, the crops are lovely. But when they use magic to enchant things, there is a cost. Like it will make the people ill. They will overextend themselves and stuff. So, well, so it's like harsh. a it's like a bad balance kind of thing. <laughs> and um what's currently happening is on the east side there have been some little girls going missing. So there's quite a, like, that's a little bit of a trigger warning if that... Yeah, darky, darky, yeah. It's, um, I would say it's not... There's nothing you need to worry about too much in that vein, but it's not to say that it's not an emotional yeah, if, if thing. Might. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like, um, but yeah, I mean, it's bad enough being abducted, but there's nothing really horrific you have to worry about there. Um, and Jack has been he was sent away from the island when he was about 11 and he's been over on the mainland learning to be a bard um that's one of the other things i think there's like um they they always have like an official bard that is there to play music and do like the oral folk telling and stuff like that um and but he was sent away because he thinks he was always kind of an odd one out. He's illegitimate. His mother won't tell him who his father is and she's never admitted it to anybody else. So everybody's like been it's, looking yeah. at their husbands like, what yeah. are you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Where were you on so this he's night? Not, he's not been popular. He had a, It was tough oh. for him growing up. And he's been sent away as well. <laughs> but he's just received a letter from the laird saying, we need you to come home to help us to find these girls. And he's like, well, how am I going to help? I play a harp and I sing. What's this going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but he gets back and um, it wasn't actually the laird who had written to him. It was his daughter, the heiress, who is a dara, 
and they were like rivals when they were kids they didn't of get course on, they but, but obviously they see each obviously. other now and that friction is kind of delicious <gasps> um but she said what what they know now is the role of the bard um it used to be her mother and she died a few years ago um so they haven't had anybody playing music and doing that to like have those community moments in the hall. And her dad's getting ill from the the ailment that they get on the east side. Um, but they now know that she also used to regularly play for the spirits. And they're worried that because they can't find a trace of these girls anywhere, it's like they've disappeared into thin air. They can literally see, oh, I think Jess is frozen. Jess. Are you with me? I can hear you. Yes. I can there hear you. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you're looking at me really intensely. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, the internet connection's unstable. Let's hope it's going to gonna catch up in a bit. Let's see. You can Just still hear me. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Um, so, We're all unstable. Yeah. She used to play for the spirits like maybe twice a year and they think that used to keep them happy and maybe that's why um that maybe they're taking the girls it's not unknown weirdly we talked about this in abduction yeah. for Faye to whisk someone off to their other world you know and they disappear for years wouldn't they and come back mm-hmm. and it feels like it's only been 10 minutes to them or something um so yeah that's how it gets drawn into it and but how I feel okay with um kind of suggesting this one because at the end of it they do have a relationship, Jack and Adara, and it's very delicious and there's great stuff going on. Um, but it ends not necessarily how you would think for them. But there's another relationship. It's like double for your money. And it kind Ooh. of snuck up on me and I didn't realise there's another relationship with Torin, who is like the captain of the guard who's been um, in charge of the borderland. Um and he has his wife. They've kind of had a marriage of convenience. His first wife died in childbirth. And so they they got married very much on the understanding that she would come in to help him raise the child. She wanted to have her own home and stuff. And they've had basically that delicious marriage of convenience trope where they've both developed feelings. And, oh, God, um, they have. Yeah. So, th- yeah, it's all... Uh, you get you get lots there, and it and it surprised me. I was like, oh, there's an I'm I'm invested in this too. Is this happening? Um, yeah, there's a there's a second. I thought you were going to say love triangle when you mentioned another chap, and I'm like, oh, that's not like you. Um, yeah. So that is my first, and it's beautiful landscape, and the face stuff is really cool because it's got that kind of ambiguous thing. You don't know whether they're good or bad or actually they're just indifferent to what's going on and you know there's like mystery and stuff it's, it's a really fun one okay, okay so uh, I have my first one now it kind of has a possession in us in it and I've kind of twisted things because it's ours and I'm allowed that it's <laughs> not necessarily a curse that was put on somebody but something has happened and the chap involved feels cursed Okay. So something okay. has occurred and he it's a curse to him. He, he hates he it. He thinks he's cursed like in actuality or he's just saying it's like Yeah, cursed. this is a physical curse upon me. So okay. the book mm-hmm. is uh Stormwolf Summer by Zoe Chant. Okay. 
and mm-hmm. it's um it's it's really weird because I don't know if we've had many but this is a couple in their late 40s early 50s as well so yes. this is kind of an older school one yeah. which was quite nice mm-hmm. and deals with a sort of more that year of things happening bad yeah. knees or backs can't yeah. kneel down in the woods anymore chase so um we have book who uh, basically he starts the book off book is my spirit animal generally <laughs> um because he keeps waking up naked on the top of cabins in the woods where he lives okay and he's never he didn't realize this. this happened to you often but okay. no but just yeah he's just his grumpiness <laughs> and the way he acts around things I just love him so much um but basically he was a wildlife firefighter um there's a load of other series with with Zoe Chance books of of mythical creatures who fight fires okay. so he was part of that but he used to be human but at one point in time, something was happening and he got attacked and bitten by a hellhound. Mm-hmm. So he has now been turned into a shifter and he hates it. He does not want this creature inside him. It's there. He can feel it and he cannot control any of it. He wakes up naked all over the place and he despises this thing inside mm-hmm. him. So this to him is his so curse. He's kind of seeing Yeah, he's seeing it as a curse and... And also as kind of a possession. So it kind of like. Yeah, it's like a mix of the things, two. Yeah, so I kind of, it had, had to be done. It's changed. It's not an yes. actual possession. It's not an actual curse, yes. no, but. <clears throat> potato, potato-ness. This is it, yeah. Yeah. Blurry lines. But, yes. So he lives in a cabin in the woods on the site of, I think it's his nephew's camp. And, um. It's where it's going to be a summer camp for loads of shifter kids. So he's found by the um, by the kids of all of the fire crew who were put there oh. for the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are they are the nicest, precocious little kids ever. And they are lovely. Bless them. And I'm like, hey, book, are you up on the roof again? Oh. <laughs> and he's like, mm. but he's swearing is fantastic. He says sweet baby cheeses. Because he's obviously all these kids are going to boom out and he Aww. can't swear. So, yeah, he gets a lot of mother loving cheeses out in, mm-hmm. in the book. But, yeah, basically, um, the, the, the summer camp is going to open. He's there, but he's in a cabin far off in the woods. But his nephew gives him a shout and says, OK, I need you because one of the counsellors has dropped out. I need you to help because if you do not, the camp has to shut down and these shifter kids will have nowhere to go, nowhere to learn. So he's there fighting his own demons, not wanting to do this, but knowing that these kids could be in the same sort of situation that he is with this animal that they can't control. So he joins in and he's not happy about it, but he goes along with it. And then we get Honey comes in, who is going to be one of the counsellors. Her name is Honey Bunch, which again, this is fantastic. (laughs) Um, and honey is going through her own motions of divorce and her life kind of getting to a point of being over so she heard from a kid in her in her school she was working at that there is this summer camp out in the middle of nowhere so she's like you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna do that get away from everything here unfortunately because she heard it through somebody who was saying it to somebody else she doesn't know it's a shifter camp and she is definitely not a shifter so she turns up kind of thinking it's all sweetness and light, bumps into Buck in her original meeting with, um, I think his name's Zephyr, um, who owns the place. And yeah, Buck's, Buck's uh, creature takes over and that is his mate. Oh, 
So Mm. then he's 10 times more peeved that this woman has turned up and this creature has gone 10 times worse. Right. But then, um, so I think one wants to leave, one wants to go the other way, but the same problem still sticks, that if any of them leave, the kids have to go. Mm-hmm. And if they then find out that Honey isn't human, the main contributor to who's helped pay for funding for this thing is this epic dickhead of a dragon will pull his funds because he's very purist that, yeah. you know, it only has to be full shifters and nothing mm-hmm. else. And he kind of sends his nephew there. And obviously he ends up in Buck and Honey's group of kids that they have to look after. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's kind of basically going yeah. through the motions of that. Him, uh, Buck trying to deal with this thing who is kind of acting out of turn anyway because his mate's there. He speaks to her and lets her in on the secret. They have to try and keep the secret that she's human, but she's pretending to be a shifter. <laughs> so she's pretending to I be a shifter well he is a shifter and doesn't want to be there yeah. and they have to kind of pretend to be mates but not because everybody's kind of centers in it and the kids in their group are trying to force them together by As climbing up trees yeah. yeah and jumping into ponds and getting stuck and stuff and it's just it's oh. so well done and it's so fun and just really nice I love that. That's, really, really I love lovely. that because it's like that's that's like a twist on a trope, isn't it? Because you yeah. usually get like the paranormal creature trying to hide that they're yeah. paranormal. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretending the other way. And they're like, "Are you not going to come and shift with us into your wolf form?" And she's like, "Oh, I go do it." And then one day she has to kind of go. Yeah, the kids are getting really suspect, so she's like, goes into the woods and takes her clothes off to look like she's going to shift. And then has to hide them away. And obviously she's going to find a book when that's happening. Climbs in through his window. And oh, he's like, oh, what the? Oh, I think it... that's going to be going straight so on Kindle. <laughs> it was really, really well done. Yeah. And yeah, even all the kids have got little things going on. And there's one little bear shift that I think that's how she finds out. And he runs in from the car and just like does a gamble or forward roll, if you're not from the Midlands. Yeah. And he just turns into a bear. And she's like, what the? Fluffy <laughs> bear. Oh, it's very well wow. done. Oh, little kid bear as well. He's so yeah, cute. Yeah, just, just tiny little. It's that like brave. think of like brave. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to well, say. My brain's just gone, your book was Scottish. <laughs> I know. My, my brain did exactly the same thing. It's that's okay cute. then. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. My that's our Professor X the, moment. The brave. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> right. So uh, my next one, should we do? possession next or summoning what do you think uh i think i'm possessed next yes okay i am possessed that's cool it's kind of that that's like a nice segue into it he felt possessed this one Mm. is actually a full-on possession so it's one dark window by rachel gillig i think that's how we say it i can't looking at it i'm not sure i say it unless it's no gillag 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 Gillig. Oh, Gillet. 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 <laughs> no. Um, yeah, apologies. We're not making fun of a surname. We're no, just I making like fun it. of it's ourselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Ellsbeth lives in a place called Blunder, which is, uh, no, I know. <laughs> it's a cool name for a That's like, so cool. A town, a country. I'm not quite sure. It's like a large place. But there's magic in this uh place and it's old magic but 
it's prohibited. Magic is prohibited unless it's part of the um, these providence cards. I thought this one might like you might like the sound of this because it's like very it, it's a really cool like unique magic system that I've not really come across. But you may be more familiar mm -hmm. with, with the tarot cards and stuff. Oh. Um, so what happened was there was a bargain centuries ago with the shepherd king and the spirit of the woods i think that's what they call her anyway um to gain some of the magic and they basically he gave away something and then they were gifted with magic that gets trapped in these providence cards and i think uh, -huh. uh there's like 12 different kinds of them but you have more of some and then it goes down until you get like the rarest cards the big it's like pokemon card yeah yeah and that the nightmare Charizard. card yeah the nightmare card is like the second rarest no one has ever seen the other one which i can't remember the name of it, it's, it'll be here the, somewhere don't the worry. Twins. Yeah, yeah um the nightmare card there's only two of um but you know people barter for these cards and stuff but the bad side is there is uh, like this mist that infects people, usually children, with magic and they get a fever and normally they, you know, they they go downhill. They go crazy or just ill or, um, but it's been kept kind of quiet that you can also gain a magical power from it. There'll always be payoff, but you can gain it. And Ellsbeth, um when she was a child got the fever now her dad rather inconveniently was the captain of the guards who goes out and collects these children and sends them to the dungeon so he sent her off to live with her aunt who was the sister of her mother who's died um and he remarried and had other children and stuff but he didn't you know he didn't arrest her so that's a bonus <laughs> but he didn't exactly <laughs> look after much. her either or feel and he resigned from being captain of the guards and stuff um, and she had got this power to absorb the magic of the um, the cards. So if she touches them, she absorbs magic. And she touched the nightmare card that her uncle found. And now she has the nightmare living in her head. <gasps> He's been there since she was a child. And she can call upon him to help her with strength. But he is very much not her friend. Um you know he's he's not you know he relies upon her for his existence but he's mysterious he talks in these really cool like verses as well everything's like a rhyming nice. you know these little riddle type things um it yeah it's really really cool and um he his presence in her mind also gives her the ability to sense when people have cards now, one of the parts of this that they're trying to do is if you, it's been foretold that if they can collect all the cards, every single one, they can get one of each kind and go to a particular place and give an offering of, uh, I think it's cursed blood, um, they'll be able to lift the problem with the mist. The mist is growing. It's cutting them off from surrounding areas. It's getting harder okay. and harder to just harvest and things like that. It's spreading over fields and things. Um, and one day she's heading back from visiting her her dad's and she's accosted by some highwaymen who are like where are you going and she's like oh I'm just a maid that lives in that house she's not a maid she was just lying yeah, of she's out of it um lives in that. and they're like oh do they have any cards there and she's like 
no, but she calls upon the nightmare and he gives her the extra strength and she fights them off and she gets back to quite useful. It is, but every time she does it, Mm. his control grows over her. Yeah. So the lifting of heavy boxes would not be Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't call it call upon it willy nilly. Definitely. It wouldn't be like decorate or something. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. Carry these shopping bags in. It's a bugger, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, and then they're called to the equinox celebration at the royal family's place and who should she bump on into but these people who seem suspiciously like the highwaymen but it's the new captain of the guard so she's like what's going on they're being outlaws they're trying to get hold of these cards there's all this stuff and you know they She's quite gratified to see he's like a bit bruised up from where she caught <laughs> him off. She's like, ah, ha. <laughs> who did that? that? No one. Yeah, they did. But he also happens to be very handsome and mysterious. Um, oh. Yes, Raven, his name is. And it it comes to like that him and a group of others, I think it's his parents, his sister, and his cousin, who's like one of the heirs to the throne. He's not the first in line. He's not like the crown prince, he's the next in line. Um, they're all working secretly to try and collect all these cards to do the offering because the king plans, he's trying to do it, but he plans to sacrifice their little brother, basically, <laughs> because he's he's been cursed and he's got the fever and they're trying to keep it quiet and because it has to be cursed blood. And he feels like the king's kind of trying to, you know, it's it's kind of a mercy because they know they're going to die or that's what they think. so she she agrees to help because she's got that ability to see the cards and and yeah um yeah their their paths are intertwined at that point and and to explain her presence they have to have a fake relationship thing which and they get off on the wrong foot with it even though there's the attraction there and it's just it's it's really good there's it's dark and there's action but it's like all gothicy and the magic is cool and it was just I just zipped through that one but that is a warning for a cliffhanger and the second book is I think it will be out within the week of this episode oh good so don't hate me yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like pre-ordered yeah. it I'm like, give, me the book, give me the book so awesome. I don't know I don't know for mm. sure disclaimer how that one's going to wind up but I know that it was a very satisfying read anyway but there is cliffhanger okay so two things because my brain is going because you're chatting okay okay firstly I assume she'd be ending up with the nightmare that was just my brain so yeah she's gonna end up with him Uh, that's just yeah that's just where my head goes secondly no in my head well i don't know um, i don't know what's gonna yeah, happen yeah, this is it. we don't know what's gonna happen never say uh, never but... secondly do, do, have you got something against kids at the minute yes <laughs> all your kids are walking out know. and dying yeah, and missing dark, and yours dark. have gone back now yeah they're not there anymore <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah this is like my other the other side of my personality <laughs> it's like i go all down the the dark gothic route and it's like it's really a bit ooh. But, I mean, the juxtaposition yeah. between the two of us mine's all happy and light and yeah, yeah. And normally like my thing is like oh here's here's all the like cupcake oh, what's going you, on you've got camp in the woods with the little bears <laughs> running around and i'm like the kids are all stolen or diseased 
in all the books. Sorry. I just wonder sorry, what you're going to bring out. Sorry, not sorry one. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for your third one now. Oh, well, uh, I'm just going to up my game then because I've got a serial okay. killer coming. So it's. Fine. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. I think I'm going dark and then Jeff. Comes yeah, and then there's just <laughs> the one louder. We go to 11. Okay. So this is The Demon in Me by Michelle Rowan. And it kind of starts out the when you were talking about, like, okay, mine's a bit like this. Oh, yeah. So we have Eden, who, in her own words, kind of psychic kind okay. of isn't so she's got this little gift and i think it's probably a very american thing that she works in like a a call center that you phone up and people you, you read their cards and you do oh, okay. like psychic readings for people mm-hmm. and you pay like i don't know yeah. four quid a minute sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah we used to have like a mystic meg thing we like that's that exactly what yeah. went into my head mystic meg i'm sure in the newspaper yeah. there used to be a little number you could call yeah. phone this number and mm-hmm. she'll take four out yeah. and this card is yeah, that sort oh of thing. god it'd kill me yeah <laughs> so she she does this as her job and um yeah. she he happens to attract the attention of like the police chief's wife by saving her dog okay. she's like oh my dog's gone missing yeah and she has she can't pick these moments they just come to her and she's yeah. like oh, yeah he's in that wood you lost him when you were walking off you go yeah. so yet yeah, the police chief gets in touch with her and says, look, we want you to come on board and be like, um, just give us a hands-on thing with this serial killer because mm-hmm. he's killing a lot of women and he's gone quiet. We found the house that we think he's been holed up in. Can you come and just have a walk around and let us know what you think? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. But then <laughs> yeah. she gets, yeah. But then she gets the usual gig. Yeah. It's a bit different, like filing the nails with the phone under the yeah. ear. But she gets when the boss learns the police are involved, he sacks her because obviously that's oh. not good. So she has to kind of go and do it and get a bit of cash from it. Okay. Turns up at this place, meets this detective who's basically doesn't want to take any of her shit. Uh, but they go around the house and she's chatting to him. He's a kind of a nice looking chap. So she's chatting away and she basically says, yeah, not really a psychic. I just have these moments yeah, and I can't pick them. I can't choose them. Then she has a moment okay. and she's kind of, okay, we're just going to go here. And she opens a cupboard and there's a dude with oh. the, like the knife. The serial killer oh, is wow. hiding in the house, grabs her, Jeez. Yeah. takes her. And she's yeah. like, shit. And then the he starts talking and he's not talking to her. And he's like, I've got it in my head. I've got to get it out. Got to get it out. Got to get it out. Uh, no, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. No, I can't kill her. No, right. no, leave me alone. And yet, yeah, so the girl hasn't got a clue. The cop is there, shoots the serial killer. Everything falls down. And then this black smoke starts coming out of the serial killer straight into the nearest body, which oh, is her. no. So, yeah, you kind of think this is going to be a really horrendous thing, but he's actually not too bad. He is Derek, and he's a demon. Yeah, Derek. Not Derek, it sounds like, doesn't it? Derek. Because I guess the assumption I've had is that it's the the demon that's been making the dude be the serial killer. It is making people kill people. But was it not? It's just cursed. No. (laughs) Basically, yeah, he was cursed by a witch many, many years ago. She was cursed. She summoned him and was cursed by the witch that All summoned him. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, into this, yeah, this 
this mist and he's he's not been able to survive without a host so he jumps from person to person and he's he's been trying to pick not great people because we find out after he's inhabited her that basically his hosts tend to have a shelf life of about 12 months okay so yeah it's not great so he doesn't really want to be in there but he has to move to the closest thing so he goes in and you know as you would she's having an argument with this thing does not want this dude in her head and he's Mm -hmm. kind of like oh you know i kind of i saved you from the serial killer i was telling him not to do it so you know you've got to thank me for that uh but she's like yeah i don't want any of this so she calls an exorcist in to try and get him out and yeah it gets to the last moment they're doing all of the waving of the the herbs and stuff and trying to get Derek out and then she has a moment and she's like actually I can't do this I can't get rid of him yeah and kill him because he actually does seem like yeah Mm -hmm. because he seems like quite a nice chap and yeah I've I've jumped totally they're in this room and (laughs) he figures out he can come out of her and become whole and he's never managed that before yeah but he's (laughs) never managed it before yeah and then yeah it takes up a lot of energy so it only lasts for so long it's kind of when it's daylight hours daylight hours long enough yeah Yeah. every every morning he kind of wakes up in her bed with her so you know (laughs) enough for what it needs to be but yeah so Mm -hmm. the exorcism doesn't work she tries to kick them out but they're having none of it they want this demon gone yeah yeah so uh but yeah so then the the police officer who was with her with the serial killer luckily turns up to see how she is because she's just witnessed a massive murder and nearly been killed so useful Mm -hmm. Uh, he gets them gone, but yeah, everybody is then kind of pulled into this. So the 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 it's the mum and the son who are the exorcists. They want the dude gone. Right. Derek wants to find the witch that cursed him because he wants his body back. So yeah. he wants Eden to help him find her because mm-hmm. he can sense. He's basically been following her for years, so he hops from body okay. to body, sensing where she is she's close so he's like you want me gone i want out you can help me by finding this witch yeah and loads of stuff starts to happen when they find the witch and then we find out Derek isn't maybe as nice as they has oh. he penciled himself to be but then there's the exorcist detective involved as well or oh, is that there's, just me there's because more you more books in the series <laughs> no there are more books in the series that oh. come that like the epilogue at the end of the book mm-hmm. so the the exorcists you find are part of this big cult thing right. who are she called you know if you're picking up the yellow pages and there's 30 of them there's probably going to be one that's real and yeah. part of a crazy cult and she mm-hmm. finds them so yeah oh, basically that's... you get to the end of the book I won't spoil anything, but then Ben is the detective and then he's he saw loads of stuff happening and he's like, yeah, this this can't happen. They've taken Eden. They've turned her into this monster. These demons everywhere. These exorcists doing all this stuff. I want to help. So that is the last bit of this detective Uh being put into this cult and going through the motions of becoming that. So yeah, Ooh. loads of stuff went on. It's very good. That is, yeah, cool. Mm. Twisty turning type yes. of stuff. I love mm. a good twisty. Do you know how many books are in the series? Is it finished yet? I don't it? know. I kind I'm of, sure. I kind of had to put down to go on to the next one. So yeah, this is 
this that was the same with me with <gasps> the river enchanted one i was like i have yeah. to read the next i got i want to read this book but i have to but i have to read the next this book we have this. to bring yeah. this to people if i'd had like a week more of time i would have read both oh, and then i would have talked about both that. probably <laughs> yeah four hours later uh yeah, yeah. yeah. within there, i will we find that we're oh, trying so to be better <laughs> failing to be better <laughs> book three book three right yeah on that note moving swiftly on <laughs> right so mine is we were talking about me and my my usual mo being a little bit lighter than yes. child abduction <laughs> and this one is a witch's guide to fake dating the demon by uh, sarah hawley um this is yeah a lot of people have probably seen this one around it's one of like the main kind of witchy rom-coms that's really taken off mainstream type stuff um yeah i mean it's obviously got the rubber stamp there for the trope appeal um so mariel who i have to keep reminding myself is mariel not muriel i don't i don't know <laughs> mariel, wedding. is that a maid yeah exactly um she was when she was born there was a prophecy that she was going to be this immensely powerful witch um but life has not necessarily turned out that way for her her mother is an absolute nightmare um you know you know who guys like tiger mums who expect a lot from me yeah kids. yeah but equally she's you know she's really not helped her self-esteem she's you mm. know very disappointed in her because she's she's not great at the spellcraft Mariel. she's she you know she gets her it's all based in like different roots of latin and it's very complicated Oof. and i never did latin at school thank mm. god um Oof. but she does have like a real gift with nature but they kind of dismiss that as oh you're just playing with your because <laughs> her mother can like teleport massively <laughs> it's very flashy magic yeah um and their family the sparks are like one of the founding families of this town glimmer falls which is like a hub for magical creatures so magic is out in the open it's not like a secretive thing um but this town in particular has a really big population of all the magical creatures because it's on ley lines. And so, you know, it has a lot of just inherent magic around it. Um, so, yeah, the expectations there. And uh, Mariel, she wants to go and... Oh, don't mind that. Um, there was... She she wants to carry on studying for like her like the the nature side of things. I forget the exact name and what level of degree it is and stuff. But you know she she can't afford to. Her family's really rich, but she yeah, they won't she, pay. They won't pay for yeah. her to go and do it unless she tries harder with her work, oh, um, bless that. her spell work. So she's attempting to do that. She's been trying to do some teleportation stuff. Um, a decapitated chicken or two has come up. She feels terrible. She feels terrible about it. Um, and then she's like, she thinks, oh, I'll just try and do it with some like ordinary magic. I'll do some cooking. I'll do some baking. And she tries to summon like some flour. Um, turns out the the Latin spell word for flour is very similar to the word uh osroth who is a demon <laughs> she summons a demon 
into her kitchen, Osroth the Ruthless is his full title. And um couldn't have been the cuddly, could it? Well, you say that, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> of is course he? he arrives, he's you know, very tall, dark, got the horns, and he can't leave without making a bargain. Once it's done, that's it. He's got to go back with a soul. They they bargain for souls because on the demon plane, that's kind of how they get their energy. Um so they they will come when they're summoned and they'll work out a bargain and they take the soul, which actually it seems like it more equates to the magic that's within a witch or a warlock. Um, Purple Fisty Mirror was like, well, this was an accident. No, you're no, not you're having, go there's home. nothing you can offer me. I do not, I'm not going to give you my soul. And he's stuck there. It's even worse for him because... He's a little bit of a laughing stock these days in the Aww. demon realm. He he had a great reputation. He was amazing. Osworth the Ruthless, obviously. But he had a little bit of a problem with one of his bargains. It's like two or three bargains back. And he accidentally absorbed the soul rather than able to take it back. The the warlock who was he was dying and he basically wanted like a, a painless death in exchange for his soul. Osraf agreed, but there was it, the warlock did something a yeah, little tri- sneaky, tricksy. little mm. tricksy there. <laughs> now Osraf has a soul, and uh, he's he's got feelings, and he doesn't know what to do with them. <laughs> he's uh-huh. like, he, they they do have feelings, demons, but they're very like calm and level, and it's like it it's a lot. It takes a lot for them to react, and now he's like got this sort of human soul <laughs> over and the more time he's <laughs> in the human realm rather than the demon realm it's harder for him to deal with um so he's stuck like tethered to her um and you know she her mother turns up and she has to kind of get who's this they, they stick a hat on his head <laughs> he's got to say he's got a condition to hide the horns <laughs> i don't know what condition he's conveniently been cursed so that he can't okay. talk about it <laughs> yeah he just says that it's just a lie um and like that that's what comes out of Meryl's mouth is that he's her boyfriend to explain his presence in her life and yeah so they're they're stuck together and things develop he's such a little cinnamon roll of a demon yeah we're on the same wavelength at the minute I think it's very yeah Oh, I will go through mine and we can kind of, we can okay. pinpoint the similarities. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> there's no baking in this one. No baking but, in this one. Well, there, there is clumsiness. So this is okay. Mated to the Monster by Sarah Spade. Okay. This is, this is like teenage Jessica, full force. So we have <laughs> Shannon, who is mooching around, uh, find, goes into a bookshop and finds this old spell book. And... As you do when you kind of sat there at the weekend, got nothing going on. She kind of goes and decides to read the book and just has a play. Why, why would you not? Can't you read? Got this book, you know, manky yellow pages, language you can't understand. Why well, would you not? Wouldn't. Yeah. Why would you not? So well, I mean, like teenagers a... nowadays might it's not like... pick up a book, but yeah, no, they're, just, they're just scanning Google. I get, that's a bit of a generalisation. It's just my pre-teenager, yeah, I would say, because a lot of teenagers love reading. But, yeah. you know, just, just me trying to get mine to read. Yeah. Read the book. No. Look at the Kindle. No. Oh. Mm. 
yeah listen to an audience or anything yeah just put an opportunity <laughs> read the back of the soup um so she has a play with the book and uh she reads this spell there's a little name like a kid's name scrolled onto the bottom and like crayon sort of thing like it says amy and it's obviously okay. a kid's name she's like mm-hmm. that can't be too harmful so we'll have a play and it's a true love spell um, okay uh, I think, no, actually, I think she reads it. It's a true love spell. Kid's written on the bottom. And she's got a bit of a crush on the dude who works at the coffee shop. And she's like, you know, in for a penny. If it doesn't work, fine. If it does, maybe, you know, me and him might hit it off. What it does yeah. do is summons a massive, big, red sombra demon who is her other half of her son into her bedroom. Um, there you go. So, yeah, she's obviously a little bit bothered and perplexed by this um she puts like a, a circle of salt down as any good witch knows that keeps them contained yeah um she's trying to figure out a way to get him back so she's reading through this spell book mm-hmm. and she's doing things and trying to signal to him he's speaking a language she doesn't get he obviously doesn't understand english okay. so they're trying to kind of do this at each mm-hmm. other and she's like you know what i'm going to read the rest of the spell and she does it, and it's actually basically like the binding between them. Oh. So then you go into his soul and uh, his story learn anything a bit. From the first yeah. time, <laughs> and he sort of stood at this window that he can't go past, listening to the love of his life, who he's waited a thousand years for, wow. recite these ancient sombre words of true love. And they touch hands and kind of she passes her essence to him through this. And that's how it works with these demons. They kind of meet, they find their fated one, they share their essence, and then they bone to kind of seal the bond. So yeah. he's he's up for this. So once she has, he has her essence, they can understand each other. And he's like, cool, going to come out, give you my essence. Mated, job done. Give <laughs> you like, my essence. Yeah, it's a nice way of putting it, isn't it? Nice way. Oh. Uh, how can we give you my essence? But yeah, he is he is all in, 100%. Not 100%. You can't be more than 100%. 100%. He's 100% in, no more, no yeah. less. And yeah, he's there for it. And whatever she does. So again, they can't be too far from each other. So she's like, Do you know what? I can't be doing this. So she goes mm-hmm. to leave and he just bursts into flames whoa <laughs> and that's like yeah so she has to come back in and yeah like, mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's kind of what happens until we yeah. seal the bond we can't do anything about it wow but, yeah he wants to do that she obviously doesn't and that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the bone of contention but he can turn into smoke <laughs> the bone and the of bone. contention <laughs> what's this episode called we know we have we go. <laughs> but yeah that's gonna be perfect Oh, it really is. <laughs> oh, I don't remember what I was saying. Yeah, he oh, can sorry. turn into smoke. So he can yeah. follow her around to places. Okay. But because he doesn't want to dump loads of stuff on her and we, with the demons, they just mate and it's not a problem. He doesn't tell her that it has to be done. It's like time critical that if they oh. don't do it, then mm-hmm. he basically ends up, he can't be in our realm for more than a certain amount of time without bonding. Yeah. So he will then be chained and sent to prison forever. If Whoa. they don't, yeah, this is it. You didn't have sex on time. <laughs> Get your ass to jail. <laughs> what kind of male-orientated world is this? That They're like, <laughs> you need to have sex with me now. Otherwise, jail. prison. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, it is the king okay. or the duke's ruling that this happened. So he he's yeah. not he's okay with it because that's just how they work. But he knows mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to, and he doesn't want to upset her, so he doesn't Aww. tell her. And then it's kind of yeah, going back and forth, and mm-hmm. the more sombras come to take him away. And they have to kind of, she makes decisions about having to join bits, have take some of his essence, but not physically. I'm not going to not do in that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, And there's lots of nice things that go on. And she then tries to find Amy. She's like, there's a name in this book. Something has to go on with whoever this person is. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Oh. Yeah. So lots of stuff going on. It's all very, very good. But yeah, he is just the lovely cinnamony chappy as well. And big, massive, like seven foot red demon, giant horns. Lovely chap. And yeah, he's like a he's like a kitten or a puppy. So she's like she's like, okay, I can't leave you in circle because it's just not right. So she breaks the salt and he comes out and he's nice. She goes to bed and he's like there on the bed the next day. I stayed and watched you sleep because I love you. Like Doug. Yeah. I came to the porch because I love you. <laughs> Doug the doom. Oh, bless you. With the little collar on. Oh. It would have been handy. She wouldn't have had to do the rest of the spell. It really would. <laughs> and if he had a voice like Alpha, that would have been yeah. fun. Side note, you saw, did you see Elemental over the summer holidays? No, we've not yet. Oh, there's a little no. short that's from up at <gasps> the beginning of it you know they, oh, just, like, they do a little that. short don't they for their names mm. so yeah that will be arriving on the disney channel i should think oh i need to watch that well. no we we did barbie over the summer so yeah. we're just ken we're ken oh. off but yeah that's got, all of you mine you had a few cozy ones in there the serial I killer did. one not so much yeah no not so much <laughs> yeah had moments mm. yeah i forgot to say about the um fake dating one um for the demon it's also like all of the creatures being there there's like pixies and stuff and it kind of was giving me vibes of um you know like the cm nascosta ones yes where you've got you know that kind of yeah that cozy town yes. that's like you know you, yeah, it's cambric you creek sort of a, yeah the cambric creek one that's it and you walk past the water fountain of like a you know a, oh there's a minotaur having sandwiches with a mothman that kind of thing yeah that's mm. really cool oh yeah that's added a lot to my list again yes it really has i'm as gonna it, go and find some cards and it kind of works as well i think our last couple are um a little bit in tune with what our next trope will be because i considered one of them for that as well oh, yes we're going on to do age age gap, gap. Yeah, because that's that, I don't think you win with a thousand year thousand old demon. Years. That is some time to wait for a thousand year old virgin as well. That's oh, a, my. Mm. oh my! So um, you can understand why he wants to get down. To he was him. eager. Yeah, huh? I mean, it sounds like a really useful spell. So it literally is like how to summon your your, your true love. Your, yeah, your true love. Mm-hmm. That's like you could make a mint from that with a dating agency. Weirdly, they they meet Amy and her demon. So she's written in it and obviously summoned her demon. But sort of similar to one of yours, that she summoned him when she was very young. Okay, so he yeah. came to this planet and um, right. couldn't stay and couldn't bond with her because she's like 10. So he yeah. kind of hid in the shadows, but they found him and they locked him up. Oh. So he sort of sat in this god-awful dungeon prison 
for like mm-hmm. 20 odd years while he waited oh. for her to get to a point and call to her and he managed to break out but I then I got to the end I'm like I'm sure I've read that book at some point in my life <laughs> oh I? so you think you've read it out of order I think I've read them out of order <gasps> but no I haven't I, I know you've I have read, read it in order. order no I think <laughs> I read the other one ages ago so it is the first one but I don't know when I read it it is the first one <laughs> yeah it? it is so it was just very I'm like yeah I'm sure this rings really really close to home yeah really. it's amazing yeah. really when you think of all the different like all like all the similarities that stories have like we're just going through just those six and how they cross mm. over and they'll yeah, be like interlink. similar things happening in them and and stuff and yet you can read it and still be like no that was a specific book that, was, yeah, that, that I was, remember that, that I read one. like seven years ago mm. you know ask me what's happening at school next week that I need to send in a PE kit for nah don't yeah. know but I remember that random book <laughs> yeah because of that one specific That's thing it. yeah that couldn't necessarily tell you the name of it or the author oh I'd but... never tell you the name of it well I can on this one now because I read yeah. another one well, otherwise yeah. Thing. yeah yeah so okay yeah, yeah. and we now. will have in the notes as always a list of all the books that we've talked about mm-hmm. I hope that is helpful to people because I I would feel that was very useful if I'm listening to a podcast and they're talking about loads of books I will come away and be like oh, what was that was one that called book? again what was that I've got to listen again and yeah. <laughs> with a pen now but for us you can just go into the you could just have a look, have a look. Mm-hmm. that's it um and there will also be our links to our social media and um, if you're listening, a link to go and watch it on YouTube or on Spotify, which also does video, mm-hmm. or vice versa. If you've been watching, there will be a link to go and find somewhere where you can just listen to us. Yeah. You don't, you don't look at want our faces, to see what our stra- the, the strange, like, stilted thing where we were having a little bit of <laughs> network unstability. <laughs> we were, we're, we're, that, that 10 minutes we were unstable, you can skip through that and just listen. I, it's not just 10 minutes though is it it's just that the technology called us out for those 10 minutes it's it's this thing of time isn't it we are eternally unstable it was just a bit more visually aware of it that's it i think i think we carried it off (laughs) yeah we're fine cool so we are did you say where we are sff rum cast yeah i didn't at all the places but that's it at all the places It's, it's nice and simple um yeah so that's it. I think we're done. Mm-hmm. Join us for the obvious vampires in in the age gap next week. If we've Have not you got already at least got one, them, you already got them lined up. I, I think there is a I, there is a there is a series with creatures who I think are all old, and I need to have a backtrack right. through to I mean, see which one. I mean, if there I'm was picking. any that we could have gone back and looked at anything we've read and and be able to pick three, four, six. 12 it would be age it gap would be this one. in paranormal or fantasy yes. romance yeah definitely. of all the books that we have read so far probably most of them will still fit in yeah that's it we just go through and tick that one would have been yeah that one did that one did that one that one yeah. yeah okay cool cool yeah i'm her she's her yeah that's see us. you next week bye